Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on episode five of Own the Road with Auto Trader, where we make car stuff simple for Canadians. My name is Jody Lai, and I'm the editor in chief of Auto Trader. I'm Auto Trader's road test editor, Dan Alika, and I want to start this episode with an apology uh, to Jody. Rare. I'm oh, this make never it, happens. I'm going to. Good thing this is being uh, I know. <laughs> I know. I'm going to make it public. So, last episode. Jody and I shot and we had her dad in the studio with us so that we could, you know, shoot his part uh, of this episode. So then afterwards, Jody's like, hey, let's make sure to wear the same clothes uh, so that everything just kind of is is seamless for the people, you know, watching the webcast version, which is available on YouTube. Uh, and I was like, yeah, great idea. And then this morning I woke up and chose violence by dressing completely different and the first thing she said to me this morning wasn't like good morning good to see you it was you're not wearing the same clothes and I'm sorry that I did that to you good uh luckily it doesn't matter because most people are listening instead of watching I us, know so it's okay. but I just wanted to you know it's okay be, I forgive you friend thank you thank you, thank you. you, you you're out though Anything I'm done other than yeah. that, We're, well, I'm Jody's done. Jody's now looking for a new co-host for <laughs> on the road with auto trader um but anyway, let's talk dads. Let's talk dads. So this is demystifying our... <laughs> dads. No, <laughs> where's our sound? We got a new Joseph. Sounds. Hit him with the sound effect. Demystifying. Um, so Father's Day is coming up. Yes, and it so is. And so this is our Father's Day episode. Um, I don't know about you, my my dad and my mom too had a huge influence on like why why I love cars so much growing up. Mine didn't. Where did it come from? I don't know. You don't know? No, but it wasn't from my parents. They're not, yeah, they're not car people. Like my dad, you know, I mean, my dad, you know, likes, like, we'll go to like the auto show and and we've done stuff like that. And, you know, he's, he likes cars like an average amount, but he's not like, you know, he's not like an enthusiast per se. Yeah. So Um, both of my parents, huge enthusiasts. Which is cool. Yeah. My mom and my dad. um, And growing up, my dad either like owned a dealership or worked at a dealership my whole life and so there was always like cool stuff coming in and out of our garage and like my mom was a big gearhead too that's cool um so that really influenced like how i got into cars and everything like that um and they're just the coolest yeah and you know i think also part of this is like we're not this isn't like reinforcing stereotypes here it's not like oh car stuff and dads it's just like you know we thought it was a cool opportunity it's not like neglecting mom's or mother's day like frankly you know i was stuck in in vegas with my covid situation <laughs> over the lead up to mother's day but you know it was just like we we thought it would be a cool idea to kind of share some stories and um you know with your dad's background and you know my my dad and i have done some cool road trips over the years and that kind of got us thinking and we wanted to share other people's stories so um i think that's going to be fun to get to those a yeah. little later to have you know our our interviews with our with our dads which they're very like they're contrasting humans in more ways than one our Both, parents yeah like because it's like your dad was like a, a you know kind of prototypical right. car guy my dad isn't your dad is like a little lie and my <laughs> dad is not so they're very different they're, your dad is a big Elika. yeah yeah he's a big guy he's so. even bigger than you for sure yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have to make a lot of extra space oh, yeah. in our studio. Yeah. We, that's why we did the interviews on separate days because we actually needed to widen the studio we a bit. We had to break down yeah. a whole wall yeah, it's to been fit a, in your dad. It's been a whole production. Um, but I'm going to start off this dad episode Please by do. telling you a couple of my favorite dad memories. Okay. So growing up, and this would have been in like the early 90s, yep. we had a family minivan. And I know I said my dad and mom had a lot of cool cars. Hey, 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 um, hey, hey, hey. Don't disparage the minivan. But once they had kids, obviously things had to change a little bit. So growing up, we had um, a minivan and we would drive it to to Florida or like Virginia Beach and stuff like that. And one of the coolest things that my dad did was he kitted out our minivan with a VCR player and a little TV. Oh, that's cool. And we would we would watch VHS tapes and on our on our earphones and just be silent for like six hours straight. He, you know, he did that for them more than. Oh, 100% (laughs) because at that age, me and my younger sister would would fight over literally everything. Like I once yelled at her for breathing my air. Wow. And so by... (laughs) Guys, now you know what I deal with in this studio. There's a... This isn't COVID protocol that we have this distance between us. It's because she told me I was breathing her air. And I needed to sit a little further away. So we have these little markers on the the floor here so that 
yeah. we can have the chairs far enough away that I'm not breathing Jody's air. But how cool is that to have, like, yeah, this is before in-car entertainment was a yeah. thing. And so I just think it was the coolest thing ever that my dad did this to this minivan. That's and we sweet. were just quiet the whole road trip. Yeah. Uh, you know, watching like our Little Mermaid and Lion King and stuff. I like that a lot. Yeah. We used to do a lot of road trips. My dad grew up in Montreal. Um, so we would go visit family in Montreal quite often. And we would just like tour around upstate New York, you know, being based in southern Ontario. Like there's so many possibilities, so many places to go. And it was always important. Uh, we, you know, we, I was lucky. My brother and I were very lucky that, that my parents prioritized you know giving us those experiences when we were kids so we would go go on vacation kind of at least once a year was always the plan but then on top of that we would take these little you know whether it was a weekend or a week here and there uh we would go camping a lot and it was cool to just kind of tour around and see lots of places i was actually this week i was looking i don't know why it had nothing to do with the podcast or like nostalgia i was just like i'd be cool to get back to to Cooperstown, New York, to go to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Cool. Um, and we did that when I was a kid. And my brother hated it because he's not a baseball guy. He's like that classic kid. Like when we were growing up, my parents were big on us being active, right? Mm -hmm. You know, get outside. And it wasn't hard. I was just that kind of kid. But with my brother, he would rather like read a book or whatever. So my parents made him play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like he, I'm sure, still... It's funny now that he has kids and I want to ask him, hopefully he's listening, like, Chris, you know, do you do that with your kids? Are they like, dad, I don't want to, you know, do dance or play soccer. And he's like, tough, you're doing it, you know, because that's what parents do. Yeah. But when we were kids, man, he was so resentful. And same with that trip to Cooperstown. I mean, I'm pretty sure now as an adult, he can look back and be like, oh, well, I'm really grateful my parents did that for me. But he would never say that to them, I don't think. Of course, think. yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things that you just kind of like you you morph into like that same because it's not about becoming your parents it's just becoming a parent yeah i think it's not you know a lot of people talk about that where it's one of those like oh you're becoming your mom or you're becoming your dad and it's like no you're just becoming a mom or a dad that's or, funny or step parent or whatever yeah and you become like not an authoritarian it's just like you need to enforce rules there are rules that yeah. we all need to live by and and you you do that in the only way you know how which is the way you were parented right true yeah and yeah. so I, I i realize all the time that i've turned into my mom and dad i'm not even a parent but like there's certain things that they do that i definitely do like my mom you always laugh at me but like i never order a drink with my oh, lunch oh man i'm always we're, we'll go out for, for lunch or whatever, and Jody will just be like, you know, order her food, and then they're like, into drink. And Jody's like, no, no, no drink. And I'm like, why why don't you get a drink? She said, oh, I was just, that's the way I was raised. My mom never let us get drinks when we went out to eat. It was just not something we did. Because she was buying Porsche 911s. She's like, Jody, come on. We have to budget smartly, you know. Hey, you can't, those cars, you know, even back in the day when they were like more affordable than they are now. They're not cheap. No, and we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, my dad's going to come on and tell us about yeah. about their old 911s and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it's funny. Like My mom always washes Ziploc bags, and now I find myself doing that. <laughs> I wow. think it's hilarious. I mean, it is fun. It's hilarious. Yeah. I know. She was always very like thrifty like that, which hey, I think kind of rubbed off on me. That's that, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Everybody's different, you know. I'm I'm the opposite of that. Like I'm. Very, You're just making it rain all the time. Not really, but you know, not no kids and whatever, like comfortable life. And I just, you know, I enjoy myself. My friends think it's hilarious because it, I've reached that point where it's. I remember like, you know, getting whatever like every every guy my age it's like craft beer is a thing right oh yeah and and so it was you know three three fifty four dollars a can and you're like that's fair and then it's like four four fifty into the five dollar you're like wow and now it's like oh yeah like you know the it was seven seven dollars for this can of beer and my friends who are dads are like man i don't know how you spend that kind of money and i'm like yeah that's... Well, because they've got kids to save for, right? Like yep. you and I are like, what do they call them? Elder millennials? No, no, no. They call us dinks. Dinks? Yeah. Dual income, no kids. Well, I guess you kind of, like Chris has kids. Yeah. But... So my boyfriend has kids, but they don't live with us. Yeah, so exactly. I, I don't consider myself like a parent. Yeah. Um, but... But I'm a classic dink. Dual income, no kids. Right. Um, and we, 
We, but you have two cats, we which live you it spoil. Up. Oh, yeah, but we, we live it up a little bit, you know? Good, we, as you should. You work hard. You deserve it. Thank you. Wow, um, guys, that, that's my boss admitting that I work hard. That's big. He does work hard. As annoying as he is, he wow. I can't I can't we're, say that he we're doesn't going work all hard. in. We're going yeah. all But I'm going to I'm going to play this back uh, next next year for my performance review. Be like, "Well, <laughs> you know, I think I work hard." And then when you kind of go, eh, I'll be like, "Boom. Joseph, roll back the tape." You and then You know what? <laughs> I wish I did that with my dad. <laughs> Because, like, to be honest, to get a um, I'm proud of you from, like, a Chinese dad, it, like, never happens. It happened maybe once. I screen grabbed it just so I have proof. And it's not to say that he's not proud of me. It's, it's just not, not something express, we really yeah. talk about, you know? I think my parents, it's it's kind, it's the opposite. Um, they're, like, they've always been very supportive. And, you know, and we were, like, that that kind of, like, that I love you family, right? Whereas like, you you know, you leave, you say I love you. Oh, we you never hang say up the that. Phone and, and you know, when I was growing up, it was always like sleeping over at a friend's house. And of course, like when you're growing up, it's a little bit embarrassing. You yeah, know? you have to do you it quietly. Yeah, love you. Like, yeah, I love you too, <laughs> you know? But like, it's, you know, that's just the way that, that we we were growing up. And, and you know, we still are. Um, we're like close, just obviously it's different now. I don't like talk to them every day. Um, I don't call them to tell them how many Ziploc bags I've washed out. <laughs> mom, mom, tell me you're proud of me. I mean, like, they'll they'll say it, but it doesn't happen very often. But yeah. we express it in different ways. Exactly. Yeah. That's and, and I think, and that's kind of the cool thing about doing this podcast uh, about Father's Day and just those differences. Because even that idea, this isn't about, you know, being politically correct or whatever, but it's like even the idea of Father's Day, like, it's not about, you know, biological fathers. There are father figures for people. Um, everyone's circumstances are different. And to me, it's about, you know, what it represents, right? Somebody yeah. who who gave you some guidance, you some know. Some mentorship, yeah. some life advice. And it doesn't, you know, it's not about like, oh, that's, that's my dad because it's my biological father. Stepdads, you know, uncles. Yep. Um, that that have stepped into that role like even family friends right there are people in you know different circumstances and so it's this is just like a kind of a celebration and a thank you to to all the dads in all the different walks of lives mm -hmm. and all the ways that that you know these these men have have kind of stepped up for for kids well said dan thank um you. and with that um let's get into some of the dad stories so oh yeah instead of ask an expert this week, we asked people to submit fun stories or memories about their dads. Yes. And so we're going to read out a couple of them um, for you because some of them are really great. I might cry, like I'm a big crier, and some of these are really, really wow. like. You're not a big anything, Jody. I I need to remind you of that. So you're a little crier, but a crier nonetheless. Thank you. Let's get into I it. I take back what I said earlier. <laughs> wow, that was, I I was just saying. <laughs> I, it's an observation. Okay, we're going to start off with one story from Amy from Toronto. Okay. Um, she sent this to us over Twitter. So, once in our old Impala, my dad left my infant sister in the front seat of the car while he was cleaning the exterior. And as he was cleaning the boot, my sister put the car in reverse and ran him over. <laughs> I like Amy's it's, line. It's funny because he was okay. He, he limped for a few weeks. <laughs> Classic. Um, and so that, I like that. That's an amazing story. And knowing Amy, we used to work with Amy. Um, oh, is this is this Amy of Pet Guide fame? It is. Wow. It certainly is. Yeah. What a and so doll. I she's love Amy. hilarious. And the fact that she shared this story that's awesome. is just amazing. Yeah. Um, with the emphasis on that he was okay. Nothing nothing happened to him, but it's just a reminder that like, you know, silly things like that can happen. The other thing I want to point out, I didn't read these ahead of time because I wanted to be like as as surprised as okay. as people listening. So Okay, you can go you can do the next one. Okay, so this comes from James Bell, uh, who's who's Canadian. He works for Kia in California. Have uh, you ever met him? I believe so, yeah, many, many years ago. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you would have met him um, previously when we used to travel a lot down there. Yeah. So, this is James's story. The story goes, my dad went out in February of 1966 to buy, quote, the cheapest model of a VW bus to replace my mom's 1964 and a half Ford Mustang. Too, too cool, like, I mean, you know, that's not necessarily, it's very different, but not a step down, in my opinion. Two very cool vehicles. Anyways. 
Dad talked mom into the sway so they could go on road trips and maybe even a little camping. He came home with the top of the line nine passenger deluxe priced at a whopping $3,061.35. Mom not happy. <laughs> That's, we've all been there, James. But that didn't stop me from coming home from the hospital in the bus once I was born. And I enjoyed many amazing road trips as a young family. And yes, I checked. I was not <laughs> conceived in the bus, much to my chagrin. See, this is why I like I reading these. I wouldn't want to know, to be in honest. The, in, in, in the moment. Jumped to my 16th birthday and I get the keys to the bus, which had since been painted a horrible shade of 1970s brown. But to me, it was the ultimate escape pod. And it carried me and my buddies to and from many rounds of hijinks, including several trips south of the border to Mexico at age 16 and 17. I recently named the bus Rosarito in honor of those illogically successful journeys to that crazy Baja town. Jump now to 2002 when the bus has been sitting on my dad's driveway for a few years, slowly losing the horrible brown paint in the sun and occasional rain. The bus is not looking good, but it's all there. I like that. And sorry, I said 2002. I meant 2022. Fast forward 20 years. Um, it's cool. I like that. I like this idea that, you know, the memories of a car you know, or it's a van. Still there. Like, it's still there. Yeah. And it's like every time you look at it, it's just, you know. There's more to the story, though. Is there? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you got to scroll down. Oh, so I was right. So it was 2002. Yeah. One day, my dad was watering the lawn when a guy walking his dog stopped by and asked what the plans were for the bus, given the growing market for these machines. Turns out the guy is a mega enthusiast with mad skills, so a deal was done, and the guy took the bus to his nearby house for a slow restoration project. 17 years later, it was done. Myriad of reasons for the slow process, but point is, she is back home. What? Crazy. Sadly, Dad since passed away, so he never got to see the bus return to showroom flesh, fresh glory. But Mom confirms your dad would be so proud. And every time I take Rosarito on a run down the Pacific Coast Highway, I look up through the open sunroof to thank Dad for his day in 1966 and trusting me to carry on his legacy. Isn't that a beautiful James, story? I love that, man. That's so cool. What a gorgeous story. And I and I love that 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 van carries like so many memories and like so much weight yeah um and it really proved that like all those years waiting for it to be restored totally worth it yeah you know? yeah I, that's you know it's nice and 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 again i mean i guess well I, I jumped the gun a bit but it the same thing applies right where it's like that vehicle is still there you can't replace those memories and it's not about you know the paint or the paint fade over all those years or whatever it's like just you know, I, I had the, not, not the same and not as cool of a vehicle, but when I was a kid, you know, we had a, a 94 Chevy Lumina minivan. And I remember when I was a, a teenager, I was probably about 20 and my parents were like, Hey, you know, we're getting rid of it. Like it's yours if you want it. And I thought even back then I thought long and hard, but you know, the sway of like, well, vans aren't that cool pushed me away from it. Um, but I really thought long and hard about it. And a big reason why was like all the trips we took and it was sitting in the driveway and it was aluminum. My dad took great care of it, but it also had those polymer panels. So like there was no rust or anything, but I, I, I just looked at it and was like, oh, it's, you know, thinking back to all those road trips and all the times that we went, you know, bombing around and, uh, yeah, it's just nice to, that, that a vehicle can, can you know, make those memories or be part of those memories. Yeah. And that's why I always say that, like, I love sharing these stories because they're really more about the people than they are about the cars themselves. Yeah. Totally. Um, and I and I just love that. That's part of why I like car, car culture so much is because of all of the stories that it kind of like opens up. Yes. Um, the vehicles are vehicles to the stories Whoa. and not just Double you know, getting around. I like that. I like that. So we have another submission from Jeff. Uh, he actually just, he recently joined the Trader team. Okay, so he welcome, works with welcome us. Welcome, Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. And this is his story. As creatures of habit for my entire childhood, my family would spend two weeks in Florida every summer. We had a special car designated for that trip exclusively, a 1978 Ford Thunderbird, Thunderbird, or as I affectionately called it, the Thunderboat. It served no other purpose than to drive to and from Florida that one annual trip. That's crazy. Isn't that cool? I love that idea. Man, I, I don't know how old. What year was it? 1978. Okay, yeah. A, a different economy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Different times. Uh, every Father's Day, I was given the privilege of helping take that car out of storage. 
Every year, my responsibilities grew. It started out with washing the tires until the white walls were shiny and bright, to helping mount them, to doing an oil change, and then reconnecting the battery. When I turned 16, with my shiny new license in hand, I was promoted to relief driver, the child that took over driving duties when dad got tired. That pretty much entailed me driving for an hour while he pretended to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) As I look back on what seemed like tedious work as a kid, I realize now that it was a good foundation of building blocks to maintaining my cars as an adult. For that, I thank my dad for making me somewhat competent when it comes to basic car maintenance. That's cool. Isn't that neat? I like that. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, that's I. that again is one of those things, right, where it's not about, you know, it, everybody's memories are different. Again, my dad's not necessarily a car guy, but he kind of instilled those same, you know, values and, and principles in me that it's like, you know, treat the car well, it's going to treat you well in return. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's cool. And that's so amazing to have a car specifically to road trip in. Yeah, I think that's so, it makes it even more special. Yeah. Um, but I also like that when you're a kid, these these tasks, they seem tedious, but then it, it becomes like an honor, like a special yeah. thing that you get to do. And it's now, also a big deal, right? Oh, yeah. You, as te- you know, it's like you, you kind of like, I'm sure Jeff was almost like overthinking the responsibility of like, you know, scrubbing these white walls. Right. It's like, you know, as a kid, it's a big responsibility. And uh, and then you realize ah it's not that big of a deal but but it also makes you go well you know what it's important nonetheless I feel like when he graduated to actually driving the car down to Florida that must have been like a huge moment for him This is different um, but but kind of you know similar that Jeff mentioned you know being the tapped as the as the relief driver Um, years ago I think I was I think I was eighteen my girlfriend grew up in in Cape Breton. And they'd moved to Ontario when when she was young. So Becky, her her mom, Cindy, and I decided that summer we were going to drive out to visit her family because they go every year and they invited me and I was all excited. But I had my my highway driving experience at the time was very limited because, you know, I didn't really need to go anywhere Mm -hmm. on the highway and whatever. So I remember we made it to somewhere in eastern Ontario and... Becky's mom was tired and was like, I'm, you know, I need, I need you to take over. And it was poor, like torrential rain. Were you and terrified? I, oh my, it was white knuckle, like oh merge. And of course, cause you know, Becky like had stayed up all night. So she was sleeping in the back. And uh, so I had to drive like by myself, this like, as that relief driver, white knuckle, like all the way through Montreal too. Yeah. And I was like terrified. Um, but you know, responsibility. Those are, it was huge. So, anyways. Cool story, Dan. Thanks. Um, Do you want to do the next one? Yeah, sure. Uh, So, this comes from uh, Gabriel? Gabriel Pellucci. Oh, age 10. Me and my dad and our family love our Audi S5 convertible. Cool car, man. That's that's really cool. Uh, We love the flashy red color. Me and my dad always like to do launch control in the car when it's just the two of us. Whoa, make sure mom's not... Not listening to this. We like to go really fast. We love speed. My dad always likes to put the roof down. I love going on long rides with him in the country. My dad loves cars. He became a mechanical engineer because of cars. Me and my dad always watch car videos on YouTube together. Next, I hope he gets the BMW M6 convertible. I want to wish him a happy Father's Day. That's nice. Isn't that lovely? Just like age that. 10. So Gabriel Pellucci yes. uh, is a huge fan of yours, wow. actually, Dan. Okay. He watches your YouTube reviews all the hey, time. Hey, I like that. Hey, man, I appreciate you watching. And I hope, you know, that that along with your dad, we can kind of help, you know, help you build that love of cars. And, and uh, really, you know, that again, going back to Jody asking earlier about how I got into cars. It wasn't, you know, my, my parents didn't own fast cars. It was just something that, you know, I built up the same way, like, you know, reading magazines because I'm, you know, I predate the the YouTube era. When I was ten, there was no YouTube. Gabriel, you're 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 a lucky guy to have that uh, that resource there. It's so there. accessible. Oh yeah. man, it's awesome. But I, you know, I I like that. And the Audi S5 is a super cool car. And the convertible, it is amazing. I love that he gets to do launch control with it. I'm like, how you. fun would that be as a ten year old? Like, that, oh my if, god. If mom is listening right now, dad's gonna have 
some questions to answer to, I think. I think it's all in good fun. I think it, I always loved sitting in the car while my dad was driving fast because I always trusted him. Like he, he's a, a very good driver yeah. and it felt really safe. Like no matter what he was doing, I felt so safe with him. Um, yeah. Because just, he's your dad. Because he's my dad. Yeah, of course. Um, so we have a final story yes. here from Laisha Klein. Okay. So my father, Jason, was a corporal with the RCMP. He ran the Sumas Highway Patrol in British Columbia for years in the early 90s. For all the wonderful ride-alongs with him chasing people on the highway, he didn't know much about the vehicles themselves. Uh, he just liked to drive them and drive them well. When I turned 16, I bought my first car, an 86 Oldsmobile Forenza. Wow. This granny car was never used and in amazing condition. His best advice was to always keep your oil topped up. Too bad he said nothing about changing the oil. <laughs> <laughs> in, in the first four years, I never once changed it. I oh didn't know I had goodness. to. <laughs> no one told this girl anything more than to keep it topped up. Well, my vehicle sounded like a diesel, but it still ran like a dream until its demise 10 years later. Well, that's pretty good. In my defense, I'm the oldest of three girls and not one person in my family fixed cars. That was best left to the mechanics who knew what they were doing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that uh, that's an innocent mistake on both parties, oh, yeah. right? Like that that's good fatherly advice. Make sure, especially an older car, you know, probably burning a little bit of oil. So it was like, make sure to keep that topped up. You think like, oh, everybody knows you got to get an oil change, but not everybody knows though. That's the thing, and it, they did it for four years before changing the oil. It seems, but it hey. was running like a dream. It was an Oldsmobile. I feel like cars back then were a lot more forgiving, maybe for stuff like that. Mechanically, yeah, they weren't as complex. Um, they were, you know, I hate to go down the they don't build them like they used to <laughs> road, but you know, they were like definitely, I think, a little more robust. In, in different ways, right? Because they were also like turned, look at now, if you look at a, a 10 or a 15 year old car now, they look worlds better than a 10 or 15 year old car did back in like the 90s. True. If you were looking at like an early 80s car, you were like, yikes. It looks the part. Yeah, like of course, you know, some people uh, did a nice job of, of maintaining them, you know, but the, the average like, the term beater car exists for a reason, right? Yeah, because they true. looked rough and they were, you know, a little dilapidated. They didn't have like nowadays, you know, with, with like the, the anti-corrosion baths that they go through during the assembly process and everything really helps. Yeah. I think they're um, just made to last a lot longer now for yeah. stuff like that. Um, but what a cool story. I thank like you. All of those stories. Thank you everybody for those submissions. Those are such great stories. Yeah. Um, if you if you missed out or you want to tell your story, please email us at expert at trader.ca. Um, and we're happy to read them out on later episodes as well. I just and love hearing this stuff. Hold on. Let's also open it up. It doesn't just have to be dad stories. Like obviously stories we'll take too. mom stories, friend stories, road trip stories, you know, mishaps. Like I don't care what it is. I because we all have those, you know, ridiculous, like, how did we get out of that situation? I remember once when I lived in Alberta, me and my friends decided to go camping. And we went to what's called Wilmore Wilderness Park. And it's like this wilderness park. Okay. And it was one of those places, like, you don't, there's, there's no park staff there. It's all, like, on the honor system. You put, like, an envelope with your money in it. And uh, we took my truck and we were coming back and it was, I believe it was Labor Day weekend. And so uh, my friend, Mike, good guy, who's a dad now, happy Father's Day, Mike. Uh, he was like, guys, I just need to be back early enough in the evening because I need to work. We worked at the newspaper and he had to do the layout for the next day's edition. So he's like, please, you know, just make sure. And I'm, me and Aaron were like, no problem. So we go to leave and we had a blowout one of the tires of my truck oh no exploded and you know trucks you usually have this little tool to like drop the drop the spare from underneath the frame and it was all corroded so I couldn't get the spare down and so we had to like head into Hinton Alberta like we got a tow truck but it took hours because it was a holiday and uh, Mike didn't make it back in time to lay oh, out the no. it was bad yeah yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, yeah, share all of these crazy stories yeah, just with some, us. Yeah, some fun story that, you know, an experience you had or or whatever. I think that, again, is, is what this is all about. 
For sure. And with that, I would like to welcome our dads to the show. Oh, let's do it. Hi, Dad. Welcome to Own the Road with Auto Trader. Hi. Good morning. Thank Having you for joining us. Yeah. Thank you. This is really cool. I'm really excited. I get to get some dirt on Jody. What she was. I'm sure she was like a problem child. <laughs> you know, like really difficult. Right. A bit of a. I think I was a good kid. But uh, what do you think? I think she's the best kid ever. We the have. best kid ever. Wow. I hope your <laughs> sisters hear this too. <laughs> They're gonna watch this episode and be so upset. Um, but thank you, Dad, for joining us today. The reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because, like, cars. I was surrounded by cool cars growing up, and I think it really like influenced why I got into this career, why I like cars so much. Mm -hmm. And that's all thanks to you, you and Mom. Um, so maybe we can just start off by, by sharing a story about one of your most favorite cars that you've ever owned. Oh, that's too many to mention. <laughs> <laughs> See how cool he is? Like, I own so many cars in my, in a, in my life. Okay. But the one I have more memory worth is the, the BMW, I would say. Is it this? Is it this one? Yes, this is a 1976 2002 TII, and this is pictures which is very Via model. That yeah. it's such it's it's an amazing <laughs> an amazing car. Like, I personally, I think this is bigger for BMW than the CSL. In my opinion, I, this was an amazing car. This is the the starting one. They become famous, yeah. actually, yes. Yeah. And what is it about this car particularly that you love so much? Oh, it handles, like, phenomenal. Uh, take it around the corner, it's like no corner. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> That's so <laughs> And fun. it looks so good, too. The gold yeah. BBS wheels, yeah. the fog light covers. We'll, we'll get, like, a good image up there that everyone yeah. at home can see. Yeah. And if you're listening to this on a podcast provider, we're going to make sure uh, to have it up there on YouTube and, and whatever. You got to check it out. So cool. Because uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful car. Um, and then so I always tell people that when they ask me that you brought me home from the hospital <laughs> when I was born in a 911, which kind of like kickstarted things off real strong for my car <laughs> obsession. Can you tell me a bit about this 911? Yes, that's a 911 SC back then. And again, uh, I love the, the way the design and kind of like a mainstream always say you have to own one in your lifetime. <laughs> they are. That's that. Yeah, I think like every kid had a poster of a 911 on their wall. I did growing up. Can I see it for a second? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's so beautiful. It's just like the lines, and it's like the timeless design, you yes. know. And you see the new one, that one that Jody was just driving a uh -huh. couple weeks ago. Yes. Which you can go on autotrader.ca slash editorial. You can read Jody's review of the 2020. Was it a 2023? 2022. 2022 Porsche 911 GT3 Touring. So it was a lot like this. It didn't have you know a big spoiler on the back. It was like really kind of you know classy, and uh, it's pretty neat. Yeah, and so the one I was driving had a manual transmission. Oh, yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and you and mom used to tell me how hard it was to drive. Yes, it's a different configuration with the clutch system back then. That's why uh, mommy always complaining. Like <laughs> Just too difficult in traffic? Yeah. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah she yes. said that her legs would cramp up. Oh, I get that totally. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And driving one of these is quite a challenge. That's why I like it so much. Uh, you, you almost have need free feet to drive. <laughs> <laughs> but it's rewarding, right? It like, is. It is. Yeah, I think if, when you get it right, it's like really yes, satisfying. If you really can control that vehicle, that car will perform like fantastic. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. So what sparked your love of cars? Um, I think um, by one of my favorite and I always admire to idol is the um, uh, Nick uh, Nick is, is he, unfortunately he was in multi-accident and um, become a famous dri racing driver, okay. formula driver yeah. actually. Yeah. So that's why I, I fall into love with all the sports cars and stuff like that. It always, you know, every I, I like that everybody's like a little bit different, right? Yeah. Like, you know, what, what drew people in, mm -hmm. you know, it's not always the same avenue. Right. It's like what got me interested in cars was different than you, different than Jody. Yes. But then you were kind of the spark that ignited her passion. Yeah. So it's like cool how it's just everybody has a different 
a different story and a different yes. background. Yes. Yeah, and I remember growing up, like we would always have the coolest cars, and nobody <laughs> would understand like why I was so into cars. For a girl, like it, it's kind of weird back then. <laughs> I only run in the blood. <laughs> it does run in the blood. Yeah. Um, but you also told me that when you and mom first came to Canada, you bought the first thing. One of the first things you did was you bought a Mustang. Yes, yes, I do. Um, first, back in 1973, when I landed in Toronto, first thing I do is go and buy myself a Mustang. Why a Mustang? <laughs> well, because in where I come from, Hong Kong, uh, American car, especially Mustang, it's like a, you know. <laughs> like a status symbol. Like, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of symbol. Yeah. Cool. So I tell myself, I gonna, the first car I'm going to buy is this. That's <laughs> so awesome. So I bought one. But I drove it for about a couple of years, and I, I think I changed to Alpha. Nice. That yeah. Alpha is beautiful. Yeah. That's like. I'll, yeah. I'll show you a picture of the Alpha, but maybe oh you can goodness. tell us. It's uh, this one, right? Yes, that's like, this is my first Alpha Romeo. And why did you love this one so much? Oh, again, <laughs> the horsepower and the handling and actually the cornering uh, capability is a little better than the BMW 2002. Yeah. And also, we need to point out that he's just such a stud in this photo. <laughs> like, he looks like, you know, such a cool guy. Not, you know, so natural, too. Yeah, it's just, it's just like, naturally cool, which explains why I'm so naturally cool. <laughs> well, let's not push it here, Jody. Come on now. <laughs> um, but did, hold on. Did this have the wooden steering wheel? Yes. Oh, yes, yes. just so cool. Yes, yes. Everything about it is amazing. Yes. Back then, they don't have the airbag, so yeah. they yeah. <laughs> wooden steering wheel. Yeah. <laughs> the stakes were so much higher back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and you told me that you used to go on a lot of road trips with mom with a yes. and you did a you had a Mustang like a '67 Mustang. Or yes, something? we have. I have the '67 Mustang convertible, and that car was like a bottom foreign right out. <laughs> <laughs> That's where, you know, that's back in like when I was about 20 years old. Wow. And then we go on to Florida, driving that car to all the way to Florida. From Miami. Toronto? Yes, Miami Beach. And, and sometime, you know, when we stay over the, in the hotel, next morning it won't start. <laughs> so I have to use it like a, like a iron bar to hammer the battery terminal. <laughs> So, and then it will come start. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to it, but it works every time. It's because of how cool you looked. You just kind of intimidated the car into starting, I think. That's so fun. Um, and then you actually said that your, your dream car was a vintage Mercedes. Yes. Uh, why it bring me to my dream car is one time we went, my, my mommy and I, went to uh, watch a movie in Young and Eglinton. I remember the, the whole picture, still in my back of my mind. And I seen this old gentleman, uh, like a grandfather, going to the movie with the grandkid in that particular car. Okay. And the picture looked perfect. Wow. I just wanted to be like that gentle old man like <laughs> and now you actually have a granddaughter to do it with well i wish the day will come my yeah. dream car will appear <laughs> well you know i mean I, I, that's something that you know again it's so cool that those memories that that you just make you yeah. know mm -hmm. and there's a and and sometimes you can't explain why you love it sometimes you can and it's like that you know you're never going <laughs> to forget that no never ever yeah yeah and that's why i love that car and but all, all, all this time, I would not able to come across one. Because they're so rare these days. It, 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 it is. Back then, it's so weird too, but now even tougher yeah. to get one. Yeah. 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 And yeah, the collector market has changed so much, you it know, is. in the last few it years, is. especially where prices have gone up. You know, mm -hmm. there's, there's a little more, like, you know, there are more avenues to buy cars you know, mm. online and stuff, but it's right. also driving the price up. Right. Um, that cars are, you know, really just like not driven. They're collected. They're like baseball right. cards, right? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah, the Mercedes is, is a quite particular one. Yeah, it's a, it's a Mercedes uh, 280 SE convertible two-door coupe. And that is a real, real, real car. That's so fun, though. So, yeah. like, obviously, my dream car is a 911. Well, yes, <laughs> most 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 people dream car is either Ferrari, 
uh, McCain or yeah. You know, yeah. I'm 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 more of like you know a simple like i have dream cars of course but like my stuff is like you know i like vans <laughs> wagons you yeah. know just like you like the wagon too oh yeah i, I, yeah, I, like I have a i have a golf wagon right oh, now is my okay. current car also a diesel manual just like me oh okay yeah. it's just like my last car too but yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah i love it yeah and uh and again it's like that idea that everybody can have these different passions and uh -huh. these different you know things that they love about cars where it's like sports cars or trucks or you know for me vans right. and and wagons they're just yeah, so cool yeah. and i have a miata right now which yeah. is kind of like an attainable dream car yeah so yes. yeah it's cool like how it can be such a diverse right. you know cross-section of, yeah. of you know just people it's a fun car. Yes. yeah and yeah. even mom because she she always takes a lot of great pride that she was able to drive the same cars that you drive <laughs> but also like keep up with all those other drivers you know <laughs> yes yes especially when she driving that white alfeda gt Oh, she's. Uh, was she was a little that, speedy. Is that this? Oh, yeah. Is that this one? Yes, yes, that's a Alfa GT. Yeah. Cool. And what are you doing in this picture? Oh, <laughs> I was doing the Alfa Romeo uh, Cup time trial in Charlottesville. Nice. Cool. Yeah, and I become number two. What? That's impressive. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. <laughs> with with the trophy at home, I think you have seen it when you when you. I think I have seen it. Home, yeah. Look at how fast he's going though. He's going yeah, he's ham ripping. into this corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> I like the license plate too. Yeah, that's a special. Plate, yeah, GTV six sixty. That's yeah. awesome. That's yeah. so fun. Yeah. Um, and you said the the only reason that you got Alfa Romeo is because they were like very finicky. Is that you had a friend mechanic, right? Yes, I. Fortunately, I have a, my, you know, one of my best friend is, he's an Alfa Romeo and a Ferrari mechanic. So he... Oh, without <laughs> that, you can't, those cars are <laughs> yeah. so much trouble. Yes. Yeah. They are, they are so delicate. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very delicate. Like raising yeah. Jody. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, yeah. well, thank you for coming in today to the show and oh. thank you for always inspiring me to be a better person and for, you know inspiring my dreams of owning a 911 one day <laughs> well it's unreachable <laughs> <laughs> keep keep work hard you know like, and you become the best yeah. yes yes and um yeah that's all and she is the best girl that we i do i'm yeah. a big i'm a big jody <laughs> fan we've been friends for a long time and it's uh you know and i know like how much she adores you guys and, yeah. and how much you guys mean to her. So it's great to, to finally meet you <laughs> oh, and to you. have you on the show. And thank I guess like an early happy Father's Day. Oh, I'll thank say. you very much, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. You will. Well, guys, my dad's here. I'm going to change things up. I'm going to act a little more, you know, prim and proper. It won't last long. But yeah, sure. not really. <laughs> Anyways, my dad, John's here. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Got him out you. of the house. Recently retired. Congrats on that. Thank you. I think. Thank you so much. This might be my first time seeing you since you Actually, retired. Yes. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. COVID and everything. We don't That's right. know, see each other as often, but you yeah. know. Um, so welcome to Own the Road with Auto Trader. Thank you. You and mom just had a little road trip this past weekend, I believe. We did. Yeah, we went down to Erie, Pennsylvania, and then Grove City. Did a bit of shopping. First time since COVID. Cool. And uh, that's normally a regular trip. W went with a couple of uh, really good friends and had a blast. Had a lot of laughs because uh, half the adventure is, is actually getting there. Oh, my God. I love that. You yeah. know, it's like to, we were we were talking about that earlier, you know, that all of these memories that you make and, and stuff and like mm -hmm. vehicles play such an important part of that. Whether it's like the vehicle itself is memorable or just like being in the car. You'll always yeah. remember, you know, the joke or the incident. Remember like when uh, when Ian and Joan and the girls came to visit from Scotland and yes. and we were driving down the highway. I was like nine years old mm -hmm. and uh, we were coming back from Wonderland, I think. Uh, yeah. And we, you know, hit hit something. We and so of course my mom and and Joan like panicked that it was like you know what did you hit and whatever and my dad realized it was a skunk that had run out in the no. road but yeah. they were like you need to go back and check on it and my dad and Ian were like this is my mom's cousin we're like uh no, no they were visiting from okay. Scotland we're not gonna go on the side of the road and get sprayed by a skunk yeah. but see it's a memory that Welcome we made in the Canada in the Chevy that's right. Lumina that's yeah. right yeah, the good old Chevy Lumina. Yeah, so, you know, we were talking before with Jody's dad 
and he was like a conventional car guy mm-hmm. and you're not you know that prototypical like let me own something cool you were like a little more pragmatic where it was mm-hmm. like let's buy something and drive that for a while yes so you and mom kind of had like a little bit of a first car for a short period of time yep. and then a second car so if you want to talk yeah. about that sure a uh, two-door cutlass that my dad had helped me uh had helped me purchase and uh but we quickly realized that you know young new family needed something a little little more pragmatic as you put it dan and uh so we went to a chevy chevette it's a good car yeah it was, you know, was it was tiny it was tiny it was tiny that uh classic gorilla in a phone booth for those of you <laughs> watching exactly <laughs> exactly I'm surprised you fit yes yes that was uh i had to fold myself getting in and unfold getting out but uh but you know what was good and uh then we ended up going to uh dodge caravan that it thing was, was awesome. New. It yeah. was. Yeah. I, I liked yeah. that. And that was like Canadian made. Yes. Super cool. Started the whole minivan thing that has, yeah. you know, fizzled a little bit, but they were so useful. They were. And I was talking earlier that, you know, when you guys said to me when I was 20 or whatever, like, hey, you know, mm-hmm. if you want the Lumina, it's yours. And I thought long and hard about yeah. it just because, A, I, you know, we'd made so many memories and it felt like a little bit of that family heirloom kind of yeah. thing. But it was also like... You can do so much. You can fit so many friends. Yeah. You can, you know, and yeah. but ultimately, like I made the the mistake of being like, oh, you know, minivans aren't cool. Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> Young Dan was dumb, Dan. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, now you wish you had that and van. It was, I mean, that van, that Lumina was so great. Like those long trips that we used to take, and you guys being able to sit in the very back, yeah. fold those middle seats up. Jody calls it the yeah. backpack. That's it. The backpack. The backpack. Seats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we would take the the second row seats out yeah sit in the back and then we would have you know if we had too much stuff you had all that room behind your seats but then still all the space behind and uh going to the drive-in all the time yeah and you know with the seats out like chris and i would fall asleep in the back and you and mom would sit up front and wake us up when we got home because we missed you know (laughs) two out of the three movies yeah and then yeah, so we had the the Lumina, which was great, mm-hmm. and uh, but yeah, you had that for a long time because you took care yes. of your your cars. Yes, you know, absolutely, absolutely. Um, but when you were growing up, mm-hmm. what did you you know? Your dad had some interesting cars. So, yeah, my dad had a '79 Ford Thunderbird, cool. which hold on, we just went over a story. That we got a submission. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure it was also a 79 Thunderbird. I oh, feel like that would it was a cool. 76 Thunderbird, oh, but same Jody. thing. But, um, <laughs> but there, that, that was a dedicated uh, road trip car for that family. Mm-hmm. Yes. So similar story. Yeah. yeah and, and that for us, you know, growing up, that was a dedicated road, road trip car as well. And I remember I'd just got my license. I'd waited a little bit longer, got my license at 17 instead of 16. And I remember my dad handing me the keys and saying, hey, go out, visit your family out in the eastern townships in Quebec. So I was absolutely thrilled, right, to drive this thing. But it was a beast. It was a boat. I mean, that nose, you uh, you really had to be careful maneuvering, you know, doing your parallel parking and and even lane changes, right? For sure. Right. It was, uh, but it was great. It was uh, it was forest green, uh, matching roof as well because it was that uh, pleather like. Uh, yeah, the uh, Landau roof. Right? Yeah, it was the like Landau. A vinyl, yeah, yeah. Uh, the flip up uh, headlights, cool. and um, and then it had an eight track, of course. So I had I had one one tape to listen to because it was the only tape that was around, I think, back then, and it was like <laughs> Breakfast in America, right? Uh, so listen to that thing 300 times there. I mean, it's a great record, though. It was. Yeah, it is still a great record. So. Do you still do you still remember your road trip when you hear those songs? Absolutely. You know, now you have so many options, right, for, for listening, serious, and things like that. And um, so anytime I've got that, got that listed as one of my favorites, right, like the band itself. Oh, so you get the prompts on the so satellite radio. So I get the prompts. So yeah. when, when one of those songs comes on, absolutely. And then he just goes right back. Pedal to the metal. That's all, yeah. <laughs> Except, you know. yeah, you, I mean, that with that vehicle, you uh, pedal to the metal and you can watch that gas gauge go down, oh, right? Because it was a V8. Yeah. It was huge. It was like yeah. a 350 or 351. They I were huge. Yeah, yeah they they were, were, it was a big motor. Yeah, yeah. it was. Cool. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's cool to me that, like, everybody you know it's a little bit different and it's like you know but you kind of instilled 
in me that idea that like you know you take care of your cars and they'll and mm. they'll last you know like regular yeah. maintenance keep them clean that's right and it's cool because it's just a different side of vehicle ownership like mm-hmm. jody's dad went over all these different like a bmw 2002 and a mm-hmm. porsche 911 and stuff and nice. it's like that's that's awesome you know but yeah. for us it was like you know these practical vehicles but then you had them forever and mm-hmm. you you know as you always say it's like doesn't owe you anything at the end like by the time you get rid of yeah. it it's like you know that's right you, absolutely yeah, yeah totally yeah you, if you uh, it was something my dad always instilled in me you know like if you take care of something it'll take care of you at the end of the day yeah right yeah it's you know and i think that's nowadays especially i think that's something that maybe a lot of people don't think about mm-hmm. where it's like oh you know i can sign this 7 year finance term on this vehicle and you know yeah. but then it's like by the time, you know, you're four or five years into it, you haven't been taking care of it, it's, you know, running a little rough, and then you're yes. rolling that negative equity into the next vehicle. So it's like, you want to make sure to, to kind of maximize or be Absolutely. smart and say to yourself, if you know that you're that type of person that you're going to get bored mm-hmm. with a vehicle after a few years, maybe leasing is a better option yes. for you. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll obviously go over this on another episode mm-hmm. when we do car buying tips, but it's, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's all part of that, right? It's like mm-hmm. understanding, you know, what you can do and the little things that, that can make the vehicle last longer. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's great advice. Yeah. That's what dads are for. It's so true. <laughs> yeah. It's, I remember my dad, Truthfully, I always preferred when I was learning to drive when mom would take me out because I because and I only say that because my dad was good at the lessons, but I felt more like, you know, and it was sometimes it was my fault. Remember, we were at that that Dairy Queen and I was backing out and, Mm -hmm. and I like stomp the gas like my foot just kind of and and we like gunned it in reverse. Yeah, Yeah, it was. Yeah, it can be. uh, But you know what? That's part and parcel, right? Of learning. Exactly. Yeah. It's not, uh, you know, but you and I, we've, we've had some great experiences over the yes. years with cars. We did, um, so Mazda Canada does the, the adventure rally and it's like this fundraiser and it's a really cool, um, way that you pick a charity and it's a bunch of legs. You go somewhere that you don't know ahead of time and you drive and it's kind of like a scavenger hunt mixed yep. with a rally, um, like a timed rally. So we did that yes. back in 2017, I think it was. Yes, I believe it was 2017. Did you do it in Miatas? Yeah, one. Yeah. yeah a so that was two gorillas in a phone. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. There are some that funny was... photos. Uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll, we'll do what we're going to do with your dad's cars and we'll, we'll get that because the two of us in there, like our heads sticking out Barely over the fit. summer. Yeah. Oh, and, and there were like bonus points if you, because it was like March, I think. And so yes, it was, like, it was bo- March or April. It was like just starting to get spring like. But like, it was still like cold in the conditions. mornings and it was bonus points if you had the, the top down and we yeah. were like, so we, we had, well, it. we had no choice. Really. Yes. Yeah. I also remember on that trip, I said, I'm like, pack light yes. because, you know, th- we have one car and I have a feeling it's going to be the MX-5. And he was like, it, they're not going to put us in the MX-5. And so he showed up with this huge. It was like, a duffel bag. Like this mat. And I'm like, this is not going to fit in the yeah. trunk. Like, yeah. So where did you put it? Luckily, the support vehicles were, were <laughs> yes. able to take take the excess yes. luggage. And then we also, uh, well, when I moved out west, which I've talked about a couple times on the podcast, mm-hmm. um, you know, my dad's, you know, that gracious and, and good guy and always willing to help. So I said, like, I Making got this blush. job uh, <laughs> moving out west. And he was like you know, when are we leaving? It wasn't, when are you leaving? Like part of it was probably like, oh, yeah, get out of when here. are you leaving? Yeah. But, but it was like, when are you leaving? Like, you know, we're, and he drove out with me four days, four from, days. from here wow. to yeah. Northern Alberta to Grand Prairie, yeah. Alberta. And it was the spring of 2011 yeah. and there was all kinds of flooding yes. through North like, Dakota, North Dakota and, and into yeah. Manitoba. That's right. And, uh, and we were driving through water, like up to the rocker panels in my F-150. Wow. Yeah. And that was a great trip though. That was, was a blast. such a blast. We had such a good time. I mean, you know, there's obviously you go through like the prairie provinces and that and North Dakota, it's pretty flat and you can watch your dog run away for three days, right? <laughs> it's so flat, but it's, it, it was such a great time. I mean, we, uh, you know, you, you, you're telling stories, you're, you know, going through memories, trips that we've gone on in the past. And uh, as I said before, you know, for me, and I think uh, that's something Dan has as well, is most or half of that adventure is actually getting to that destination, totally. right? Or coming home yeah. and uh, and having those good times and those good conversations. And sometimes, you know, those heart-to-heart conversations yeah, too. Yeah, totally. It's, uh, so it, it's a good opportunity to 
you know, to go through some things. Yeah. And yeah. the same, like when I moved back, you know, yeah. you flew out and drove back with me. And I remember yes. like, so going out there, um, well, you know, it's, you save a whole bunch of time if you go through like Chicago, mm-hmm. because when you oh. go on the bottom side of, of Lake Superior, it just cuts like eight mm-hmm. plus hours off the drive. So that's the way we went when we were going out there. Mm-hmm. So when I, we were on the phone and we were talking about it and he said, do you want to do the same, the same trip back? And I was like, you know, when are you going to go across the top of yes. Lake Superior? You might one day, but like yes. also maybe not. So we did that and it was beautiful. First of all, the drive was epic and yes. we got to stay at your friend Roger's house. Yes. And yep. I remember we were driving and, and he said like, look, I don't see Roger that often. We were stopping in Kenora, mm-hmm. which is like just inside the Ontario border. Mm-hmm. So I don't see Roger that often. You know, he's probably going to want to have yeah. a few drinks. Are you okay to, to do most of the driving tomorrow? I said, yeah, like, you know, you're here <laughs> helping me out, whatever. And I remember we had a rip-roaring time. We were supposed we to get on the road at 7, and we didn't leave until like 10.30 in the morning yeah. because we both had headaches. Well, it was, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, uh, my, our, my buddy Roger, he had, uh, probably still has a Margaritaville mixer. <laughs> and so that was... Uh, you know the the start of the end actually right yeah. there it was uh, it was it was a rip roaring time it was yeah. a great time yeah and then also a few back in 2019 we did a road trip through Scotland yes which was super cool that was amazing yeah yeah that was uh, one week of traveling through the Highlands and uh, that adventure started day one with the flat tire oh in uh, in the middle of the mountains oh my god because we're we're driving uh, you know Dan Dan drove uh, it was stick. Yeah. You're on the wrong side of the car, wrong side of the road. Uh, but the roads are so narrow in the highlands. <laughs> and so you're forced off when you you have oncoming, oncoming traffic. And, uh, you know, we were going at a pretty good clip. It wasn't, like, really fast. Probably it was 70, maybe, 70 kilometers an yeah. hour or so. And Dan hits this pothole, well, and you could the, feel it in your bones. Oh, yeah. It was, and he said to me, <laughs> was like, oh, I hope, I hope we didn't get a flat. And then at that moment, it's yes. like... Ding. Tire yeah. pressure monitoring says like check front left tire pressure and then instantly yeah. it was just like <sighs> so we stopped on the side of the road yeah. and I felt so bad. Yeah. You know, because oh, it's yeah. like wasn't what you, your fault though. No, 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 I remember watching but it was that van. This VW transporter came over yeah. this crest and he was driving like your dad in his Porsche 911, like yeah. just ripping. And I was like, oh God. And I went like as far to the left as I could. And just hit this massive pothole. Oh but yeah. that guy, like the service guy, came out and service, was so I thought, nice. I mean, I thought, here we are in the middle of nowhere. What are we going to do? Like, are we going to be able to get a service vehicle? Or are we going to be, like, hacking out a wheel out of a tree or something like yeah. that to get out of here? You it, know? W- it was, like, it was pretty. But he even, like, so, you know, technically it was, like, that's on us with that flat. But mm-hmm. he put it down as, like, that it was it was like essentially balding and it was like mm. needed to be replaced. Yeah. So like they it didn't, was good of it didn't cost us anything. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. It was really, and he was, yeah. he was like super cool. He thought it was so yeah. cool that it was like father and son road trip and yeah. visiting from Canada. And, and, and was and the rest of your trip much smoother? Oh yeah. It was, it yeah. was great. Like yeah. we had some great destinations, like all these really nice cities hit, um, you know, went to a uh, distillery. Yeah. Uh, Talisker distillery. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah, we did some uh, cool stuff. Yeah, we had some. Yeah, had some really, really uh, good times there. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Well, we've talked cars. We've talked road trips. Mm-hmm. First cars, I think. You know. Yep. Dad yeah. wisdom. Yeah, dad yeah. wisdom. It's there. We yeah. appreciate you joining us. Uh, I really appreciate you having me out here. It's, uh, you know, it's unique, but it's been uh, really a really good time. Thank you for having me out. This was an absolute pleasure. Thank you uh, so thank much. You. I, I know so much, or I understand so much more about Dan now. You've raised an incredibly hardworking wow. um, man. You're making and me his, blush. He has such a good <laughs> sense of also, yeah. like, his moral compass is so well calibrated. Yeah. Um, yeah, much yeah. to be proud of I have to. I have to agree. Uh, very Thanks. proud of both him and Chris, his, uh, his older brother. Yeah. Um, I, I think both of them have that same work ethic and uh, and moral values, and that's, you know, it's important. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Got it from you, you. And, and mom for sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks very much. Well, that was fun. I think it was pretty cool. I love all those stories. Stories, chatting with our dads, getting the scoop. Um, Yeah, I like it, you know. And for next week, 
I don't think we have uh, a topic yet, but I, maybe it'd be fun to get people to let us know what you think. What's a topic that we haven't covered that, that you guys think that we should cover? Let us know at expert at trader.ca. Um, but we also have some topics we can cover. We talked about doing off-roading. We talked about sports cars, uh, car buying tips, you know. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of different topics. But if there was anything specific that you wanted us to yeah. demystify, just email us at expert at trader.ca. Totally. Um, and with that, yeah, happy Father's Day, um, you know, to all the dads out there. Happy Father's Day to, to my dad, you know, John Alika, to my brother, Chris Alika, to, to Frank Lai, um, to, to Frank McKinnon, to all the dads out there um, and, and father figures out there. You know, you guys really mean a lot and, and you might not get that appreciation every day, but, you know, we, we love you and, and we know your kids do too. And thanks again for sharing your stories and thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you next time on Own the Road with Auto Trader.